Hi, once again, Chris Malone from the 98.5 KTK Morning Show. Here we go with your recap for today, which is Wednesday, April 12th, 2023, in case you missed something on the show this morning, which was filled with a lot of food, I've noticed. But that's okay. Everyone has to eat here. But we started off with a phenomenon known as Tech Neck. And that's kind of where we are looking down on our devices as we're walking, as we're sitting at our desk, or even laying in our bed. And the idea behind that is that you're looking down, your head is about 14 pounds. So if you move that 14 pounds forward or backward, uh, it's probably going to hurt your neck or your back. And there's been some research done on this, and they found that uh, contrary to popular belief, that neck tech isn't from necessarily from us looking down on our devices all the time. Posture plays a big part in this. They say that you're more likely to suffer neck and back pains if you're sitting down looking down on your device without back support. So let's say you're sitting on a bench or on the floor or something like that. That could be a little bit... uh, So they're actually suggesting sitting in a chair and doing this another thing is sitting um sitting in your you know indian style and and putting the device in your lap that is a problem as well and even sitting at a desk with back support if that device is flat on your table you're looking downward so the idea is uh to kind of do what we do with the computer screen is to put your phone up so you can actually put your head up instead of it looking down and maybe that'll stop some of the pain Freeze your citrus peels. No, I'm not crazy, but let's be honest. A lot of times there are recipes that call for the essence of orange. And essence is a nice, pretty word of, uh, fancy word of saying the skin of an orange. Instead of uh, having to go ruin one, or if you don't have one in particular, the next time you have a, um, an orange or even perhaps a lemon or a lime, instead of tossing away the rind, freeze it. And use the next time a recipe calls for it. I thought that was good. Today is National, or rather, a Worldwide Grilled Cheese Sandwich Day. And there's a restaurant in New York City called Serendipity 3. It's made some headlines over the last few years because they make ungodly expensive, delicious diner food, as I like to refer to it. Uh, and uh, for today, Wednesday, they brought back, uh, because it's National Grilled Cheese Sandwich Day, they brought back their $214 grilled cheese sandwich. And I wanted to know, what the heck do you get for $214 in a grilled cheese sandwich? Well, you get it made with French Pullman champagne bread, made with Dom Perignon champagne. Sounds good. The bread is covered in a grass-fed white truffle butter. Ooh. Uh, before being filled with slices of Cavasavallo uh, Pogodello cheese, which I'm sure I've messed up completely in the pronunciation, and that probably means I can't afford it. And then, of course, it, the sandwich is toasted until a golden brown, and the edges are gilded with 23 karat gold, edible gold. So that's what you get for $214, which has been labeled as by the Guinness Book of World Records as being the most expensive sandwich in the world. Serendipity 3, by the way, also holds the Guinness w- record for the most expensive French fries and the world's most expensive milkshake. <laughs> You know, when we talk about ways to control our health, generally they revolve around uh, two things, what we eat and what we do. And if you boil it down, it's your diet and your exercise. Obviously, as you know, uh, you need to burn more calories than you consume. That's how you lose weight. Um, And seemingly innocent foods may be one of the biggest culprits into your sabotaging of your diet. Um, For instance... Um, and you may have known, learned these things over the years, but maybe just to refresh your course. There's a reason why you shouldn't eat fast or scarf down your food. 
even the healthy varieties of food, because that can be a problem, mainly because it takes about 20 minutes for your stomach to tell your brain that you no longer are hungry. And during that time, if you're scarfing down the food, you're putting more food in your belly than your stomach has time to digest and process and let your brain know that you don't want to eat. So that could lead to overeating. Even the healthier foods, uh, that could be kind of a big problem. So slow down when you eat, which is probably number one. Speaking of eating, uh, a lot of times we confuse dehydration with hunger because our body doesn't say, uh, you know, it's look, it's the basic model. It doesn't say I'm thirsty or I'm hungry. It just says I'm hungry and give me something. And generally what our body can do is they can pull uh, water out of our food. And that's why I guess it's kind of defaults to the hungry stating. But a lot, of, it's one of the reasons why we should always stay hydrated and keep drinking water throughout the day. Not only should it curb your hunger pains, but your body can use that a lot more effectively than those extra calories you'll put into it. Um, all right. Um, let's be honest. I love having a glass of wine every night. Maybe two, probably two glasses of wine, yeah. Uh, I love it. But here's the bad thing about alcoholic beverages. If you ever noticed, a bottle of wine or a can of beer really never tell you exactly the calorie content and where those calories come from. Because if you really think about it, they have just as many calories as the soft drinks that we don't drink because we think they're too sugary. A glass of wine has about 130 calories in there. A can of beer contains 160 calories. And I know what you're going to say. Well, Chris, I, I, there's the, the light beers that I, that, they, that I have, and it only has a certain amount of calories per serving. And that's the key. Once again, what is a serving? To me, a serving of a beverage would be the whole thing. Just like a serving of potato chips would be the whole bag, but it's not. If you look at the serving size, it's usually only a small fraction of it. So why I bring all this up here is that, yes, um, you know, you do need to cut out the alcohol because there's a lot of hidden calories in there that we're not aware of. Um, nuts, avocados, salmon, they are of the high levels of that healthy omega-3 fatty acids that we absolutely need. Um, but they also are very high in calories. So even though you're eating healthy by having pistachios and avocados, maybe even some salmon, because that does sound healthy, but you eat a lot of it, you're going to add pack on the pounds. And then finally, you wouldn't think about your condiments, but they have a lot of hidden calories. Ketchup, in particular, has four grams of sugar per tablespoon. That means your typical bottle of ketchup that is in your cabinet or your refrigerator, 25%, one quarter of it, is pure sugar. That was a surprise to me. So, again, the hidden calories of your condiments there. Um, we talked about the lowdown about uncured bacon. This really is depressing, and that's why I wanted to put it as the uh, uh, the headline in today's uh, recap podcast. Because, um, speaking of sugar, um, me and Scott have been kind of on this... this um, uh, uh, really paying attention to the food calorie, uh, the the labels. And, and the new labels I love because they include what's the added sugar. And I am blown away about how many food items you would never think that would contain sugar, contain sugar. A lot of them have contained sugar. One of them is bacon. Um, and I don't understand the need for that, but okay, there's a lot of it. And, and that's kind of started our, our look for finding things that were labeled uncured because generally we found one particular brand of bacon that is uncured and does not have sugar everything else has sugar in it um and we tended to think i did anyways that the uncured bacon was somewhat healthier for you because it didn't have the nitrates in it right it even says it on there and that's where we get a little bit of deceptive practice and not paying that close of attention 
because of how the Food and Drug Administration considers something cured or something uncured. If the for a label for, for uh, the ninny skin, uh, the the basics on this, according to the Food and Drug Administration, if you add a chemical nitrate to a product, that means you have added a, um, a nitrates or you've cured it. But even the uncured varieties still have to have something in it to preserve it to kill the bacteria, which is why we you know we enjoy it so much. Um, and the uncured items still have those nitrates in it. However, they are from a byproduct of celery water or celery powder or celery paste that is in all of these products that are labeled uncured because in the natural thing, that is what it's creating. So basically, anything that is labeled uncured still has the nitrates in it. They're just from a natural source versus being man-made and put into it, kind of like enriched flour where we pull everything out and then we put everything back in. Uh, and even if you look closely at the, the the label of the uncured package of bacon or uncured package of hot dogs or anything, and they'll basically say, they'll be honest with you, and they'll say no nitrates added, which is true. And that's why we have to pay a little bit closer attention to labels and then finally talked a lot about um what i would consider a breast cancer vaccine and i get it vaccines are not for everybody that's can lead to you know everyone is entitled to what they want to believe and under and understand what science for me um i i truly believe in them um i've had them all my life i had them when i didn't have a choice i had them when i have a choice um and so far uh, i'm doing well um but this is why i wanted to bring this one up here because today When it comes to the survival rate of breast cancer, the five years after treatment, which is the most critical five-year period to see if that cancer is going to come back or not, 90% chance that that cancer is not going to come back once your treatment for breast cancer is complete. A 90% chance it's not going to come back. Now, I said it on the air, and I'll say it right now. If there was a 90% chance that a horse or a a football team was going to win a game, I would bet a lot of money on that because it's kind of a sure win, right? But... There's still a one in ten chance within over that five year period that that cancer is going to come back. In particular, the more aggressive and deadliest forms, which would be the triple negative breast cancer. And why I bring this up is that there has been a vaccine in development for the last twenty years that has gone through some clinical trials. And for the clinical trials they've had so far, there has they've taken that ten percent chance of cancer coming back within the five years after your treatment and zeroing it out. Meaning, if this vaccine proves as well in the real world that means if you get it after your breast cancer treatment you're virtually guaranteed that the breast cancer is never going to come back uh in fact we're going to find out because jenny davis of orlando is the first woman in the country to be in the final clinical trials of this breast cancer vaccine and when you consider 50 years ago you had a 70 percent chance of surviving breast cancer once treatment was done um and a lot of times that involved mastectomies, just basically cutting out a woman's breast. And I can only imagine, uh, not being a woman, but you know, understanding like if I had testicular cancer, if, that, if those were removed from me, that's my male identity. That makes me a man. Uh, and I can understand that with women, that that could be something that uh, you, know, you wouldn't want to do. But imagine not having to have that done, and then after your treatment, just to take this vaccine, and you're virtually assured that you're going to be cancer-free. And even the saying um, over the next five years, once this goes through, uh, the, the, the clinical uh, phase, 
um, that if uh, you know it, it's success, it's successful, they can actually give this to women or men because men can get breast cancer as well um, that don't have breast cancer and actually increase and lower your risk of developing breast cancer. And to me, that is so impressive. Um, and just one step to possibly taking this type of vaccine process and moving it into other cancers that are um, that come back kind of frequently. So there is the show for today, Wednesday, April 12th, 2023. Of course, I always welcome your comments, your feedback. Uh, you can email me, C-M-A-L-O-N-E at odyssey.com. That's A-U-D-A-C-Y. 